SAFM, leading the conversation. We are in the province of KZN and uh, there is a budget vote, a provincial budget vote going on in the background and uh, there is a, a focus a little bit that we are going to be looking into is uh, transport and community safety. Uh, that's where our focus will be while uh, the lawmakers are sitting in there discussing budgets and so on. We, we're trying to get some people to talk to us about uh, specifically safety and in, in community safety and uh, transport. I am joined by Lungelo Zul, who's a chairperson of the Community Policing Youth Desk. I'm also joined by Kosentle um, Mgadi, who is a chairperson of the Youth in Road Safety. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining me. Thank you very much. So what are the youth people doing in road safety? Tell me. Well, uh, our role is as the youth structure in KZN yes. uh, that deals with road safety. Our mandate is to shape uh, uh, the mindset of the society mm-hmm. uh, on issues of, uh, of, of road safety. Give but, me an example. Uh, in particular, in, in, in making sure that uh, uh, we, 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 we spread the word of, of road safety, uh, road safety education mm. uh, in the society. Mm. Because remember, even the Bible says uh, 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 people perish because of the lack of knowledge, uh, which means that we need to, to, to build more uh, uh, capacity. Uh, 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 in the society in terms of road safety mm-hmm. so that uh, young people will be aware of, uh, of, 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 of of driving recklessly mm-hmm. in our roads. You've got a mammoth task there uh, as a community policing youth desk, uh, Lungelo, because, geez, uh, I, you know, the number of uh, social media videos that we, can, we get to see, both from school, um, all kinds of uh, violent activities that we see young people get involved in. When you go out there and, and lobby for safety, and when you log V4 for, for security for young people, do you get an ear from them? Um, we do get an ear for them. However, there are particular challenges. I think historically we've had a a coordination and a marketing challenge mm. in terms of youth crime prevention initiatives. Now, if we'll all remember in the State of the Nation address, the president, Obabo Matamela, mm-hmm. spoke about the introduction of a youth crime prevention strategy which would empower young people to actually be in a point to be self-sufficient in terms of crime prevention. Mm-hmm. Now, last year we had a summit where young people from across provinces came together and they were, be able, they were able to formulate themselves into particular commissions. Um, we basically have a roadmap. In September, the strategy will be launched. I can tell you now it will definitely empower all young people throughout South Africa to be capacitated to be in a point to fight crime. Okay, I've got people who are lining up to talk to you here and yes. uh, we'll continue this conversation. I've got Isaac and KZN. Isaac, thanks very much for joining us. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm well, how are you? Thanks for calling, Isaac. Thank you very much to get an opportunity mm. um, in SAFL. Go ahead, Isaac. Yes, um, I, um, I, I want to first congr- congratulate um as a program mm-hmm. that the department is, come up, is coming up with uh, that is, uh, uh, is going to empower the youth uh, of South Africa, more especially in case of the It's a good program. But now I want um, the department to put more emphasis um, on, the, on the roads that are under the Department of Transport in the rural areas. That's where the problem is. Mm-hmm. And that's where the delivery is supposed to be. Yes, there is something that is happening concerning the provincial roads. Mm-hmm. Um, the roads are being cut. Um, 
that is a, is a good achievement. But now there are those gravel roads that need to be maintained. And uh, we know that the uh, Department of Transport was the one department that was um, recognized provincially and especially nationally. But now there is that decline in terms of looking and maintaining uh, those uh, 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 gravel roads, the D roads, the L roads uh, in the rural areas. If they can put more emphasis and trying to be uh, 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 um, more radical in their approach because that's where the development is uh, working together with the municipality because uh, the municipalities they don't have enough budget so that they can um, do a lot of uh, 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 um, roads, uh, virginal roads in the municipality. We, we, we hear you, but Isaac. We, we, suppose we... We've taken the point. Thanks very much. I, I don't want to rush you, but I am running out of time. Lots of people who are also on the phone. I will take that call and uh, forward the question to the gentleman sitting with me. Temba in Maritzburg. Hello, Temba. Oh, is it Tembega? Tembega, hi. Thanks for calling. Oh, uh, hi. Yes, you're speaking to Tembega. Mm, go ahead, Tembega. Yes, Tanela. I, w- I wanted to speak to your previous guest, though. And my question was... Um, um, I'm also to Marisburg, it's within Zawashangi. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about um, you know, youth and how they are recruiting them for opportunities, I just wanted to know how is that information uh, um, sent to communities because here in my area, we don't hear such information. It does not mm-hmm. reach us. And what means can one make maybe to get involvement in the project that he is running. That's all. Thanks very much for that, Tembega. I think a lot of people have this issue, especially for the two of you sitting here. You are running wonderful programs. You've just spoken about uh, agendas that you guys have plans for uh, going into September. You'll be announcing some wonderful things. But how are you communicating to other young people who are not part of for instance, um, structures that you are well known, whether it is political structures and so on. How are you reaching all these young people? If I could go Both, first. Yeah, um, go ahead. I think for us that has been the biggest challenge that has been there, the communication of the strategy mm. and what role young people can play as well as some of the programs which are available that they can mm. be a part mm. of. Now, unfortunately, we also have a challenge where the communication strategies of particular departments, they revolve around the newspaper, and the radio station. You're right? young people. Why don't you communicate the way you would communicate otherwise? That's you exactly tweet, it. you do hashtags. How come you're not doing that with this program? That's exactly what we are actually, that's the direction that we are going towards. However, mm. when you get to an issue of budgeting within departments and what they usually pay for, you'll find that it's actually the historical, um, it's the historical group blueprint they pay mm. for a newspaper article the minute you tell them about social media management and actually creating the type of videos that you can send out through whatsapp that you can send on instagram and other platforms you find that we are still finding one another for example with the crime prevention strategy as from august we'll be communicating it on platforms that we know that young people will be found on it won't only just be on radio obviously you still do radio mm. you do newspapers there's whatsapp there's twitter there's Facebook, there's Instagram, there are so many other platforms that you can utilize. Young people also, they don't read a lot. Some people, young people do, but you also need to be communicating in small um, video clips, you mm. know, that can easily 
easily be able to transmit it throughout the country via via WhatsApp or via any other communication medium. So we definitely are taking that approach because the challenge that you are highlighting, it is a challenge that we too have also highlighted. Now, doesn't help if you have the best strategy, but then the people you are meant to be communicating it to, you end up failing. Another part with us is that with the crime prevention strategy, one of the things which we had agreed upon is that it must be printed in all 11 official languages. So that regardless of which language you come from, you are able to read it in your own home language as they live in official languages. Lungelo, you um, you are dealing with a, an issue that I think is, is very contested around this country. Um, young people, transport, managing themselves on the road. Are you bringing in, you know, we've just spoken about budgets and so on and how the departments spend money, but... Um, a lot of young people, one would argue, consume alcohol while they get behind the wheel. Are you dealing and maybe talking to brands that are part of the problem, consumption of alcohol? <laughs> or are you bringing them in in this conversation? Actually, we have act- activations all over the, 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 the province of KZN. So you don't have a uh, problem with communicating to young people? No, we don't. We don't. We don't. Each and every month we have four activities. Mm-hmm. Um, that is our target, mm-hmm. where we communicate with uh, uh, young people on the ground each and every, each and every what, month. What do you tell them? Because, you know, you would probably assume um, that people who, I don't know, for, I, I know that there's a strategy about people saying, well, if you're going to be consuming alcohol you you may as well get into a taxi that kind of thing what do you tell young people who may not have those means maybe um to get into an uber type of vehicle what do you say to them how do you communicate this type of safety and options of 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 mobility um to maybe those who don't have an uber well they should abstain from drinking
you know, as developed as city roads. Is what what engagement do you have with the with the department around that? No, our government is dealing with the with the issue of the infrastructure development mm. through the Kaulesa uh, approach mm-hmm. uh, of government. So I'm sure in the in the budget speech of the MEC, he will be able to 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 to, to clarify on issues uh, relating on infrastructure development. We are going to rural areas uh, in making sure that uh, we develop these infrastructures, especially streetlights, the issue of issue of proper roads uh, in rural areas, so that we can have a, 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 a better uh, a development in the society. We continue our conversation around community safety, around roads and development, and uh, this is on the back of the uh, budget uh, that is being discussed here in KZN, provincial government budget, uh, a specific our focal point here being uh, community safety and policing and how that money is being spent. 2019-2020 budget will continue with a, a rolling coverage on this particular uh, budget conversation here in KZN. Uh, it is now 2.30. Let's go straight to Utsila Saku. Here, there and everywhere. SAFM 106.6 FM in Bloemfontein. At the KZN provincial budget discussions and votes and uh, allocations, uh, this is uh, where we are broadcasting from here on Life Happens. My name is Pemelo Mutene. Um, we continue our conversation and really we would like you to take part in this conversation. This is the money that you have been allocated. If you are in KZN, if you've got relatives, this affects you just as much. 0891-104-207. I'm going to go quickly to a voice note before I continue with this conversation with uh, my guests here in studio uh good afternoon uh i'm just following up the discussion i'm not sure you're only talking about the taxi but i would like to ask in regards to the safety especially uh with the trucks in the entry it's a little bit of scary now to drive in entry towards Deben because you don't know what is going to happen, whether the road is going to be blocked, the trucks are going to be bent. The respective departments, yeah, why are they not dealing with this issue for trucks once and for all? Because now it's a little bit scary to drive to KZN. Even with other truckers, they are afraid to go down to KZN now. So it's another issue that needs to be addressed. Thank you. Thanks very much for that. We'll touch on that when the relevant uh, representative comes in to ask him that question. He's not with us at the moment, uh, but we keep pulling people out of the legislature and we'll have a response for you there on touching on the trucks and the safety of truck uh, uh, and transport in the N3. We'll touch on that. I am, though, with two guests and uh, it's young people, uh, the chairperson of the Youth and Road Safety and Kosen Tlem Gandhi and I'm also with the chairperson of Community Policing Youth Desk, Lungelo Zulu. So, you know, it's it's an ask, right? When when budget is as tight as it is, and everybody's pulling at the same resources, how much do they listen to the youth desk? Well, if if you look at this year's budget, we're happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think our key programs one has been the capacitation of 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 all 184 stations in KZN because once they have capacity then by the time they receive the strategy they'll actually be empowered Mm. to be able to implement it. Mm. We still need to look for money for the programs when it comes to implementation but because you are talking about cross-cutting 
cross-cutting against different departments mm. and we'll be able to access it. But we have been, the issue of the training, it's within the budget. The issue of campus safety, it's within the budget. The issue of youth dialogues within the different districts, it's all within the budget. So everything that we have targeted in terms of the programs that we have in our APP, it's there. So it lets you know that at least in case that then the government does take youth programs in terms of crime prevention seriously. So you've got the adoption of the school police uh, station, adoption of school programs that's going on for schools. Uh, tell me about what's going to be happening in the campuses. You're saying there has been budget allocations for campuses. What would be the program there? It's actually the conceptualization and development of campus safety plans. Mm-hmm. We can't always be reactionary when there are issues on campus. Mm-hmm. So in case that then there's been a decision to say, let us go there. Also, we are not going there to be dealing with protests. Yes, There are yes, crime sir. situations yes. within universities and we need to zoom in on those. Obviously, you also deal with, with protests and which is the best way to be able to handle them. But for us, we are saying that there are young people who should be focused on schooling who are actually ending up being affected. There's sexual harassment, mm-hmm. there's rape, there's drug abuse. There are so many issues and we are saying, let's get to a point where we have structures which are capacitated, which have plans, safety plans that they get to implement on campus. That's what our focus is going to be. So the argument is that money always goes to st- establishing these these offices, this you know, where there are people sitting in an office and then they're pushing paper, but very little of that money goes into actually getting things done. What do you think the plan will be, for instance, in a campus? Whereas, you know, I imagine there will be an office open on campus There'll be an administrator, there'll be somebody with a logo and all of that stuff. That money going into me, if I am the student on campus and I feel harassed on the day, how is that going to help me directly? I think the approach for campus safety for us is to say you already have established structures mm-hmm. in on campus. They just need coordination as well as capacitation to be able to deal with the issue of crime prevention within their schools. If you look at most universities, they also have budgets towards safety. They have risk management services. We are saying they must take the money from risk management services and ensure that it's put into programs of a crime preventative nature. Also, they are in a position whenever they have a program to also approach the Department of Community Safety and Liaison to say, we have a particular program, how do we implement it or what resources do you require? They can also tap into the SAPS budget which says, we have a crime prevention program which is budgeted for. The issue, I think, for now, it's 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 in the sharing the information of how you can tap into these resources. One of the things. But the point of these, 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 these issues, we, we are sitting here discussing these issues because those programs don't work. Right? So, so discussing how budgets can be allocated better, those programs don't work. I think they, we, we have been struggling with coordination of the implementation of those programs. There yes. hasn't been implementation. I think in government... So how are you going to get them to implement it? It doesn't matter who's moving money from one point to another. How are you going to make sure that it gets done? This is the point with the crime prevention strategy. It gets to a point of how to do list, of how do you actually do it. This has been the issue that we've been having, that you have these brilliant programs, but you don't have a how to implement pro plan. Who do you speak to? How do you speak to that person? And how do we get to the end point? So this is exactly what we're actually getting to a point of now actually addressing. Mm. How are we going to get young people to learn how to drive, not to buy the license? I think you need to deal with the with the with the traffic authorities first. Uh, those who are collecting bribes uh, from these young people, and then after that, we must have an approach of going out and educating young people. It can't be after. Surely, it can't be after. Yeah. What, in the meantime, what happens? 
I think we should do it t- simultaneously. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the approach of, make, of making sure that the issue of corruption uh, 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 downgrades mm-hmm. from the side of the, of the traffic authority. But o- at the same time, is to educate young people to build a conscience uh, 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 to themselves to say, I can't go and, and bribe a traffic officer just to get a license. I think we should start there. And then we go forward. I mean, what they're doing now, they're also bribing while they they've had alcohol. You know that happens. Yeah, that's so true. So the person that's is true. behind the wheel. That's true. They want to get from one party to another. They are going to bribe. What are we going to do about that? I think we need to arrest those who 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 are busy bribing others and those who are taking these bribes. Do you think that uh, the, the the punishment fits the crime? Do you think that young people are deterred by, as you said, going to jail? Many of them would boast, okay, I'll be out on Monday. Are they deterred by being locked up on the day? Some of them do not care. Mm. Yeah, some of them do not care. Mm. Hence, hence, I said it's very important that we shape the behavior and the attitude of young people in society first so that you can deal with uh, these kind of tendencies. Mm. Listen, th- I've loved talking to you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's very interesting and always encouraging to see young people have this kind of vigor and uh, holding government to account. We will be talking to you soon to make sure that you do hold government to account mm. and you do not, be, you know, you're sitting here with suits. I, I worry. I worry that you're going to be one of these people, you know. <laughs> I worry that you're going to be part of government and before you know it, no one will reach you, you know. <laughs> Suddenly you'll have, you see, one's got two phones already. I've been saying this. <laughs> Suddenly they are inaccessible. Thanks very much, gentlemen, for coming through. Really appreciate the time. Thank Thank you so much. much. Thank you to the listeners at home as well.